Hi there, everybody. My name is Timothy, and I greet you all in Jesus Christ's mighty name. And today's episode of the Brother Timothy Clark podcast, we are going to be talking about peace. Now, there's a lot of things that you can find peace in. And it may even be lasting for a time. But what peace lasts for all eternity? That is what we're going to be discussing on today's episode of the Brother Timothy Clark Podcast. In the 14th chapter of the book of John, verse 27, it states the following, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives, do I give unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. And then Jesus continues his discourse. Now, where is Jesus saying that peace comes from? When he says, my peace, as we read this again, peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you, Not as the world gives do I give unto you. Don't let your heart be troubled. Right? Don't let your heart be troubled. But then what else does he say? Neither let it be afraid. True peace is found in Jesus Christ. True peace ever lasting eternal peace is found in him jesus christ took our punishment took our guilt our shame our sin and had it all nailed to the cross jesus said father forgive them For they know not what they do, or Father, forgive them, for they don't know what they're doing. When he made these comments, when he made this statement, do you realize he wasn't just saying that to say it? He wasn't just saying that because he wanted his Father to forgive the soldiers who were nailing him to the cross. He wasn't just saying that because he wanted to have the Father forgive those who cried for his crucifixion. I believe it goes much deeper than that. When Jesus stated those words, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do, I firmly believe that he also stated those words upon our own benefit, for our own life here on this earth 2,021 years later, because he realized, even then, because he was God, that we as mankind would come to God through him. In the book of Romans, chapter 6, verse 23, we read, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life 
in Christ Jesus, our Lord. And in Romans chapter 3, in Romans chapter 3, we read the following. For all have sinned and has fallen short of the glory of God. Being justified freely by His grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God set forth as the propitiation by His blood through faith to demonstrate His righteousness in the forbearance God hath passed over the sins which were previously committed to demonstrate that the present time which righteousness that he might be the just and the justifier of the one who has faith in Jesus. You see, the penalty of sin is death. But the gift of God, through Jesus Christ, by us placing our faith in Jesus Christ, that is where peace comes from. That is where our security comes from. That is where our hope comes from. That is where our joy comes from. And so when we talk about folks who say, well, I have peace because, you know, I've done this, this, and this. I have peace because I made a will. I have peace because I love my kids. I have peace because I love my mom and dad. I have peace because blank. You know, all those things are good. All those things are things you may want to think about doing, depending on your particular circumstance in your particular situation. None of those things are inherently bad. But where is your peace? How big is your peace? How big is your God? Death conquered on the cross. Jesus Christ conquered death and was victorious over death. Oh, death, where is your sting? O oh, grave, where is your victory? You see, the fact of the matter is, when Jesus Christ conquered death, rising again on the third day, he conquered it for us. The Bible is explicitly clear when it states that we are saved by faith in Jesus Christ. I want to start reading here in Romans chapter 8, and I want you to pay attention to what the writer has to say. Starting at verse 1, there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. 
for the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. See, I have nothing to fear because if I, in this physical body, am to die, if I'm set free from the law of chains and death through Jesus Christ, what do I have to fear? Let me read verse 2 again. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. There it is, right there in the Bible. Now, we may have hardships that come our way, and that's simply a fact. It is a fact of living in a corrupted, sinful world. But, Here's the thing. If Jesus Christ was victorious on the cross, and we know that he was, if you are saved and you have your peace in him, what more is there? And if you have nothing to fear because Jesus Christ conquered death on the cross, What more is there? I want you to really stop and think about your peace and your joy. Where does it all come from? What in this life gives you your peace, your joy, your happiness? Is it your kids? Maybe other people's kids? Is it your life, maybe it's seeing somebody else succeed. You know, all these different things, whatever they might be, because they are all earthly, because they are all worldly, they will fall away. As I showed you in scripture, true and everlasting peace comes through Jesus Christ. If you have not yet experienced that true and everlasting peace, place your faith in Jesus Christ today. Now maybe you are saved, but you're still not experiencing peace. Have you surrendered everything to Jesus? Have you laid it all at the foot of his cross? Have you surrendered your emotional roller coasters? Have you surrendered your baggage, your wounds, your hurts? Have you called on him for rest? The Bible says in Matthew chapter 11, verse 28, Come unto me, all of those who are heavy laden with burdens, and I will give you rest. Jesus Christ is waiting for you to surrender everything to him. And if you are not yet saved, 
Call upon Jesus today. Don't delay. You may never know if this breath that you are about to take may be your last. Don't delay, for tomorrow could be too late. The Bible says in 1 John 1, verse 9, If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. That is something you can hang your hat on at night, because that is fact. And, you know, there are a lot of folks out there today who try to take the Bible and make it say what it was never trying to say to begin with. There are people today who believe that they are sin-free. There are people today who believe that they have come to a point where they can no longer sin. And unfortunately, the belief that you can reach and even become that higher power for yourself is unfortunately becoming even more popular today. This is all lies straight from hell. And Jesus, and Jesus alone, is the way, the truth, and the life. No man can come onto the Father except through Christ. You have to call upon the name of the Lord, believing that he died, believing that when he died, he died to conquer death, hell, and the grave, so that anybody who would call upon the name of the Lord Jesus Christ would be saved. And if you believe that, and if you repent of your sins, that means if you turn away from your sins, if you turn away from your wrongdoing, and you accept the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, you will be saved. And you will have peace and rest in Him. Now that doesn't mean that you won't go through trials and struggles in your life. It also doesn't mean that you won't sin. As a matter of fact, Paul himself talks of the fact that he sinned. He says his flesh does things that he know it that he knows that it shouldn't be doing. Because there is a war between the spirit and the flesh. If we feed upon the things of the spirit, the flesh will die out. If we feed upon the things of the spirit uh, of the flesh, the spirit will unfortunately die out in us. What you feed more of is what will be more victorious. And so the fact of the matter is, you have a choice to make. You can serve the Lord with all your heart, all your mind, all your soul, and all your strength, or you can serve the flesh, which in essence is serving Satan. The Bible says in the book of Joshua, choose this day whom you will serve. And as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. If it seems evil 
to serve the Lord. Then go back to the gods that you served previously. But if it seems good to you to serve him, then do just that. Serve him. Serve the Lord. You know, there are people who are talking about Naftali Bennett because he was elected prime minister yesterday of Israel. There are a lot of folks saying he will bring peace to the Holy Land and to the Middle East. Maybe he will. But if he's able to achieve that, it is only by the power and by the strength and the will of Almighty God. Frankly, I don't think it's going to happen. But I bring Bennett into this whole situation, into this whole talk of peace, because this is what a lot of folks are banking on. They're banking on Naftali Bennett bringing peace to the Middle East. Everybody is looking for a peace that comes from the world. But I know where true and everlasting peace comes from. That peace comes from Jesus Christ. And it isn't going to be a peace of nations. It'll be a peace that has no end. I hope that you will take time out of your day to examine the things that I have stated in today's episode. And I hope that if at least one person is helped, then I've done what I've set out to do. So I hope that people are helped by this episode of the podcast. I really do. If you have any questions, any comments, any concerns, any complaints, send those to me in an email. <clears throat> send those to me in an email. My email address is timothyclarkmusic at me.com. And I want to thank you for listening to yet another episode of the Brother Timothy Clark Podcast. Mm-hmm.